humans. Hello, humans. Hello, humans. Hello, humans of Minnesota, of Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. St. Paul will include you. And hello, humans of the world. This is me, Ellie Krug, sitting in for Brett Johnson and whoever else is on at 4 o'clock on Fridays. You have me live for the next hour. Well, we're a little bit shorter of an hour. Hello, how are you out in Radioland? Welcome. Welcome to Friday, Free Agency Friday. Um, for those of you who know uh, me, I have a regular show on Monday mornings, LE 2.0 Radio, from 7 to 8 a.m., uh, which my show is about idealism. I am a hopeless idealist, somebody who believes in the goodness of most humans and the ability of all humans to change, as well as I believe in the power of even one person to make a positive difference in the world. So there you go. That's who I am, if you don't know who I am ordinarily. And I am here. You have me for the next hour, Free Agency Friday. What free agency means is that I am here to talk with you about anything that you'd like to talk about. Yes, I have some subjects. Hopefully I've got enough if nobody calls. Um, but um, I would love to hear from you. It is post-Christmas. We are like done with the relatives, aren't we? We're like done with the leftovers, probably not. And we are ready for getting ready to line up for a brand new decade, not simply a brand new year, and hopefully a brand new chapter in American history. We'll see. But uh, so I'm going to throw out the prompt. If you want to call and talk about that, that's great. If you don't want to talk about that, we can talk about anything you want. All right, so here's the prompt. New Year's resolutions. I know, it's, you know, it's the end of the year, and of course some radio people do this, and I'm doing it. So there you go. New Year's resolutions. What New Year's resolution do you have or set of resolutions? And um, just because I really love human honesty, um, if you call me and tell me what those resolutions are or if you – you know, email us at the station uh, at am950.com. Uh, you, uh, if you do that, or you log in on Facebook, which is the AM950 Facebook page, tell me on a scale of one to ten, how much do you really think you'll be able to keep that resolution? Because we all make resolutions. I've I've been making a bunch of resolutions today, and then on the way here to the station to do the show, I was already in my mind breaking one of them. So that didn't make me happy that I was doing that, but I human and I'm not going to hold it against me. And anyway, I'd love to hear from you. Free Agency Friday. The number is 952-946-6205. I would love to hear you, hear from you. So the prompt is, what's your New Year's resolution? How strongly do you think you're going to adhere to it? Call us and let us know what that is. But in the meantime, I want to talk about kindness because the, um, those of you who do, you know, the three of you that follow me regularly, you know that I am a news junkie. I am. I have at least, I've got three separate uh, news feeds on my phone uh, that I can just go and scan and, and scroll through to find out. And then I have a bunch of, on my Gmail, a bunch of uh, subcategories, subfiles where I'll throw stuff in. Stuff in. I mean, among other things, I'm a. I have a newsletter that uh, the the Ripple that goes out to almost nine thousand people, and so I'm always trying to find articles for the Ripple. My newsletter is about human inclusivity because that's really what my day job is. My day job is not doing the radio. Um, I'm a trainer and speaker on human inclusivity, but and my newsletter is about that. But my newsletter is also about how humans are kind to each other. Yep, I know. You know, and I know we're right past Christmas, so now the kindness can end. <laughs> and we'll wait till next Christmas. Who knows? No, no. My, I advocate for kindness all the time. But there have been two stories um, that have stood out for me about human kindness. Um, one of those stories is very local here to the Twin Cities. So I'm assuming uh, some of you caught the uh, <coughs> the story uh, about the Woodbury, Minnesota, uh, that is one of the one of the uh, suburbs of the Twin Cities, Woodbury, Minnesota, police officer who um, thought creatively and differently uh, about a, a shoplifting uh, suspect uh, that he arrested. 
So the way the story goes, and I need to give credit here, so I'm looking at uh, something from CBS Minnesota, um, but the way the story goes, and it's uh, datelined uh, December, well, that's December 26th. Um, the story is that uh, there was a 61-year-old widow uh, who is caring for, um, let me make sure I get this right, uh, her disabled daughter, her 18-year-old twins, four grandchildren, and a granddaughter. This woman, this woman, 61-year-old um, Sarah Lindgren, caring for all of those people. And she went to a Walmart uh, in Oakdale, Minnesota, right before the holidays, right before Christmas. Um, uh, excuse me, not before Christmas, it's before Thanksgiving. We're only hearing the story now. Um, she went uh, before Thanksgiving, bought a bunch of gro- well, put a bunch of groceries in her cart, um, got to the point where she couldn't afford all of them, but she just continued to bag the groceries anyway, got into her motorized wheelchair, and headed for the door of the Walmart. And of course, Walmart folks uh, stopped her. And her, her response at that point was that she was so overwhelmed by all of her responsibilities, by all of the challenges that she had, relative to surviving the human condition. Her response was, quote, at that point, that is, as they're getting her, as she's going out the door in her motorized wheelchair with unpaid groceries, she said, quote, at that point, I was done. I was just tried and drained. I didn't care anymore, unquote. Enter Woodbury police officer Brian Wagner, who got the call. Um, he listened to uh, Sarah Lindgren and her story. He didn't believe her at first because uh, he gets a lot of people who lie to him. He gave her a citation. But to uh, Officer Wagner's credit, he didn't let it drop. And so he went back to the station. He started doing some research into Sarah Lindgren's situation, discovered that she had no prior criminal history, no run-in with the police whatsoever, and indeed... She was caring for many children. And so um, Officer Wagner exercised what's called police discretion, and he tore up the citation. But he went beyond that. He went to the Christian Cupboard Emergency Food Shelf in Oakland um, to get some information um, about food shelves. Uh, He told the pantry volunteers about why it was there. And then uh, they allowed him, (laughs) I can just see this, he's in uniform. They allowed him to shop and they helped him shop for Sarah Lindgren and her family. And they filled out, according to the article, uh, the entire front seat, back seat and trunk of Officer Lindgren's squad squad car with food and uh, other resources. When Officer Lindgren approached, uh, excuse me, when uh, Officer, um, uh, my officer is Brian Wagner, when he approached the Lindgren home, uh, Sarah Lindgren thought more trouble was on the way um, and feared that uh, uh, the police officer was coming to take away um, her uh, children. And instead, she found that he had all this food. Uh, according to Officer Wagner, at that point, Sarah Lynn Green understood that was a good call and not a, a, not a bad call for him to come by. And according to Officer Wagner, Sarah Lynn Green, quote, cried and hugged me for about two straight minutes. Um, unquote. You know, I love it when police officers use um, their imagination. And I love it when they... I, I love it when they show their kind, empathetic hearts because uh, most police officers actually do have kind, empathetic hearts, huh? just like everywhere else. We got people that are not good apples in every other profession as well. But the vast majority of police officers are out there, uh, not for the money. They're out there because they care about humans. So I thought I wanted to share that story. And we've got a caller, and we've got Mark from Minneapolis. Mark, you wanted to talk to me about your New York res- your New Year's resolution, not your New York resolution. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, Ellie. It's a pleasure to hear your voice again. I miss you on air regularly, but when they hear your voice, it uh, brings a smile to my face. Oh. You are 
a very positive influence on my life, and the words you say really strike home to me. So New Year's resolutions, I, I always try to make something that is possible to keep. Uh, so, so pretty much the one I hang on to every year is I, I, I do 50-50 on this. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be able to do at least half of this resolution. I resolve to wake up every morning with a positive attitude. I love it. <laughs> so, so I'm going to I'm going to wake up every morning. It's the positive attitude that sometimes is a little hard to take. <laughs> well, but, okay, that's the fifty. But, but but the other thing you were talking about is kindness, and yep. uh, I'm going to have an opportunity this year with a, a group I'm involved with at my church uh, to take a trip for a week and a half. Uh, a number of our adult members of our church are going to Puerto Rico to help rebuild. Ah. So I'm going to take the opportunity to go on a working vacation in another country to help others and give up myself. So that's that's my New Year's uh, proclamation, to give back to others and make the community a better place, because we are all in this thing together, and we are all humans, at least I hope we are. And we should all try to esteem and love each other to the best of our abilities. Well, Mark, thank you so very much for calling in about your resolutions. And thanks for the kind words about me. I really appreciate that. And, and yes, please go to Puerto Rico because you know what? The government didn't do it very well. And, and it's unfortunate that it falls on other shoulders, but we need to... Uh, step in and do that. So thank you for doing that work. Thanks so very much for calling. All right. Well, listeners, we've got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, call in. We'd love to hear. I'd love to hear about your New Year's resolutions. I really appreciate that, Mark, you calling in. Thanks for breaking the logjam. The number is 952-946-6205. When we come back, uh, we'll do more about New Year's resolutions. I got some other, another story about human kindness. Thanks. We'll be back in a sec. Auto Technical needs your help to keep our transportation program going. Social agencies like Workforce Training Center, Tubman Shelter, they rely on our mission of providing transportation to families in need. Donations of vehicles are down 80% because of the new tax laws. We really need vehicle donations to continue our mission. Help us, please. Give a call to Richard at 612-919-5526, autotechnical.org. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities gay scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can go solar with All Energy Solar, even way up north in Minnesota. Lots of people ask them, isn't Minnesota too cloudy for solar? No. The truth? For one thing, Minneapolis gets nearly as much sun each year as Houston, Texas. But it isn't just about how much sun you get. It's also about having access to great local incentive programs that make solar affordable. Learn what your options are to save with solar and visit allenergysolar.com today. Hey, it's Brett from the 4 p.m. show for Zero Res. It's December, and that means holiday guests coming to your home. If you find yourself saying, my carpet doesn't look that bad, well, looks can be deceiving. That's why you need Zero Res. Your carpet will not only look sparkling new, but also feel fresh and clean for those relatives. And call Zero Res now for the AM950 holiday special, where you get three rooms Zero Resified starting at $129. But you have to mention AM950 when you call. That's 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward, it spells the same. At Better Futures Minnesota, we transform the lives of men and support Minnesota's environment by working towards zero waste. Our approach reaffirms each man's dignity and supports self-sufficiency. Better Futures Minnesota is a work training model. 
Through our reuse, retail warehouse, and supervised work crews with specialized in residential and commercial building deconstruction, property maintenance, appliance recycling, and janitorial services, we demonstrate ways to employ hire-to-employ men on a pathway to independence. Hire our work crews at BetterFuturesMinnesota.com. And we're back on AM 950. You're listening to me, Ali Krug, sitting in for Brett Johnson. Hello again. Hello again. It, it's Free Agency Friday here on the 4 o'clock hour. And I am looking for callers to call in and tell me what are your New Year's resolutions and give me an idea of how strong you think you're going to be able to adhere to those because we all know we're human. But I will tell you, I really appreciated Mark calling in and I really, really loved, loved the idea um, that part of his big resolution for 2020 is to be kinder and engage in greater kindness and as well as compassion. So again, thanks for calling, Mark. I'd love to hear from other callers at 952-946-6205. So, um, you know, and, and uh, I mean, if you know my show and if you know me, <clears throat> you know I do talk about compassion and kindness a great deal. It is a huge, huge part of my work. It is a huge part of my identity um, as, a, as a human. Um, and um, it is uh, something that I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to, believe it or not, <clears throat> I'm going to turn to 63 tomorrow. I know, I know, hard to believe. And uh, this uh, work on compassion and kindness is actually the last part of my life. I mean, this is what I'm going to do to devote the rest of my life um, around compassion and kindness. And I see that I have my old friend, uh, Reverend, also known as Chaplain Jack, on the line. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I was so happy when I turned on the radio. I didn't know I didn't know you were going to be on today. And I was like, "Oh, I hope it's a live show." So wonderful. Oh well, well thanks. <laughs> happy holidays, my friend, and happy New Year yes, to you. Yes, happy holidays to you too. And I hope you're. This is my new thing. I'm telling people. I hope that your 2020 is the best year of your life. Just not as good as 2021 is going to be. So <laughs> that's my <laughs> that's my 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 prayer for people. So, but yeah. Um, I'm going to try to resolve to a um, couple things. One is to to, li- to be a better listener. You know, I, I try to be a good listener, but I, I think that maybe I'm not as good a listener as, you know, so now I don't mean just stopping talking so that other people can finish what they're saying, but to really listen to what the people around me are trying to communicate to me. And then what you said about being more kind and compassionate, it's, I think it's, that I was thinking the same thing. I, I I feel like I'm a kind and compassionate person, but I know that I have my my shortcomings and my faults and my hidden prejudices and things like that that I don't want to admit. And I, you know, I'm going to work on just basically being a better human. So, well, you know, well, I'll tell you, Reverend Jack. I mean, I think that that's that's. I mean, that's. I think that's the best we can ask of ourselves. You know, and uh, first of all, let me uh, the the listening to people better and listening in general. I mean, you are you are you are a chaplain. We're not just not kidding around with the uh, title there, and and I, I'm sure you have tremendous good listening skills. But this thing about emotional intelligence, you know, and employing and connecting that to the listening skills, I think is a challenge um, for anybody. Oh yeah. You know, and so um, so I was I'm really thrilled to hear that. And, you know, um, on the kindness and the compassion thing, thank you for saying that. Thank you for reaffirming that. But I would also let me just throw in, not only for you, but for all of our listeners, I think that we also need to be pretty kind to ourselves because we mm-hmm. are we are very, very tough on ourselves. We are. We are yes, extremely we are. difficult on ourselves. And, um, and, that, and I think that that's... I think that that's much of the reason why we have much of the acrimony going on in our country. We're not happy with ourselves, so it's so much easier to marginalize other people. And because we're not happy with ourselves or our lot, it's a whole lot easier to idolize somebody who comes along and says, I will fix it for all of you. That's right. Absolutely. Um, 
Hey, I want to say it to you, not to get off topic, but I want to wish you a happy birthday. I, I That's awesome. Your birthday is like your own little private holiday, your own personal holiday, and uh, and it's a victory. You made it another year, so good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not, at this point, I'm not particularly looking forward to the birthdays, but, um, (laughs) you know, I mean... I can tell you, honestly, I've I've met you, and and you, for what it's worth, you definitely don't look like you're going to be 63. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Maybe I'll get a date now (laughs) from some listener. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Maybe. Um, you know, um, I don't want to take up everybody else's time, but um, can I say one more thing real quick? Sure, sure, absolutely. I, I had a, okay, um, so just what you are saying about being hard on yourself, at the place where I'm a chaplain, I met today, I was up, up, I got a call yesterday from the desk, and they said this particular individual was really down, and he could use a visit, and I'd never met him before, he doesn't really come out of his room much, so I went up to uh, to the room where he was, and went in there today, and I found out that he liked black coffee, so I brought him some coffee and invited myself. He invited me in, and I sat down and talked to this guy. He's going to be 93 coming up here. And, and wow. then he was sitting there talking about how, you know, all the years have gone by and what did I do and what did I accomplish, and I could have done things so much different, and maybe if I had done this. And it was really sad to hear this guy yep. just sitting there by himself looking back on his life just, you know, like <clears throat> all sad about, you know, what he didn't do. or what. And I, I was just trying to talking about, you know, he's got five kids, I found out, and then he's got grandkids, and talking about all the, you know, his contribution into this world, but, right. boy, I'll tell you, he was really hard on himself, and it broke my heart, you know? Oh, I'm so I'm so, so sorry about that. So, here's one suggestion, Reverend Jack, and maybe you're already, yes. already done it, and you're already on it. Um, a, handwritten, a handwritten note goes, mm-hmm. goes wonders. It really does. Yeah. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is, you know, in a note about how somebody is worthy and be proud and or whatever you think the right words are. But the thing about a note is it's tangible. It's granular. Yeah. You can you can go back and you can read it and 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 look at it multiple multiple times. And that's different than just simply having a conversation. Conversations are very important. But, you know, we all miss mishear stuff, but if it's right there in writing, it's unmistakable that somebody is worthy. You're absolutely right. That's really good. And, and the, the handwritten, you know, the, the personal, you know, when you see somebody's handwriting, it's, you know, it's different than, than a type, like an email or something. You know what I mean? Where it's, it's, that, oh, for that sure. Personal touch, you know, so. For oh, sure. I will do that. You know what? I'm going to, that's a, that's a really good idea there. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to incorporate writing more handwritten notes to people. I think that's a good idea. Well, and you can go get, you know, you can get, go get wonderful note cards from different places. I get all kinds of stuff from, from uh, paper, whatever it is. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I just came back from the Monet exhibit earlier in December. I bunch a bunch of Monet note cards. So, um, but listen, Reverend Jack, I've got to go. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for checking in, and, and I'll catch you on the other side, okay? All right? Good, my friend. God bless. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay, listeners, um, we're going to have to take a break. If you like what you hear about me, Ellie Krug, you can go to my website at elliekrug.com, E-L-L-I-E-K-R-U-G.com. Read about the work that I'm doing in the world. You can sign up for my newsletter, The Ripple. You can do that on the website. Um, and uh, I would love to hear from you. Our prompts is about our, our prompt is about New Year's resolutions. Call us, 952-946-6205. When we come back from the break, we'll talk more about that, and I'll get to more good stories. Bye. the week. I'm Elizabeth Horab, co-host of Connections Radio Show, and today I'll be letting you in on a couple of local arts events happening in the Twin Cities area this weekend. Tonight, 7.30 p.m. at Amsterdam Hall and Bar in St. Paul, Pay Gap Comedy is back with a special holiday show. After a successful debut show at the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis, the Pay Gap Comedy Tour is coming to St. Paul for the best time of the year, or more realistically, the most stressful time of year. And for some of us, the most melancholy time of year. Whatever feelings the holiday season brings to you, consider this raunchy 21-plus comedy variety show your seasonal laugh therapy. Made by women, but for everyone. 
Why do they call it the pay gap? Because women still only earn 80% of what men do, and most comedy lineups are still dominated by men. Enough said. This tour is their way to clap back at the pay gap one show at a time. The Feminist Book Club is sponsoring this event. Tickets are $15 to $25. Look up Pay Gap Comedy Tour on Facebook or Eventbrite to learn more about it. show tonight at 7.30 p.m. at the Amsterdam Hall and Bar. Tomorrow, Saturday at 1 p.m., the Guthrie is holding a relaxed performance of A Christmas Carol, recommended for ages 8 and up. A relaxed performance is intended to be sensitive to and accepting of any audience member who may benefit from a more relaxed environment. Although these performances are open to all patrons, they are intentionally modified to accommodate patrons with sensory and vestibular sensitivities, anxiety, dementia, autism spectrum disorders, learning differences, or challenges attending the theater. Small modifications will be made to the performance, and they'll have a relaxed attitude towards sound and movement in the audience. In addition to making adjustments on stage and in the theater, their lobbies and public spaces will include quiet areas, sensory-friendly activities, and increased staff to create a safe, welcoming environment. Go to www.guthreetheater.org for more information and to reserve your tickets today. That's Artbeat for the Week. I'm Elizabeth Horeb, co-host of Connections Radio Show, airing live Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Paul Metza. Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour for the last five years on AM 950. We air every Saturday night at 6 p.m. We have artists, musicians, private detectives, politicians, and more. On AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hackers, ransomware, security breaches. As I speak, cybercriminals are stepping up their attacks on businesses like yours. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld of Rymark. Rymark has the expertise and experience necessary to navigate your company to safe water. We launch our process with a network security assessment. We'll uncover the hidden threats to your business and provide you with a map to peace of mind. And it's free. Call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com to schedule your free security assessment today. Gray at 950 weather. This is Eric Nelson. Tonight, a 20% chance of sleet after midnight with increasing clouds in the low around 23. Saturday, expect rain with a high of 34 and the low around 33. Sunday, the rain is likely to continue with a high of 43 and the low around 27. Eat Local Minnesota is a great way to find locally owned Minnesota restaurants. Make sure the money you spend stays local. Featuring great restaurants such as Burger Moe's, Cafe Latte, and more. Find a full list of restaurants at eatlocalminnesota.com. And we're back on AM 950. You're listening to me, Ellie Krug, <laughs> filling in for Brett Johnson and whatever he does at 4 o'clock on Fridays. You have me for the next half hour. Um, and uh, our prompt uh, to my – it's free agency Friday. You can call in and talk about anything you want. But uh, my prompt, if you're so inclined, is what is your New Year's resolution? And do you think that you're going to be able to adhere to it? You know, give me a scale of 1 to 10. How strongly do you think you'll adhere to it? Now, before we took our break, um, my dear friend, uh, Reverend Jack, called in about – he's a chaplain. He does chaplaincy work, very important work, and he told this story about um, uh, um, s- sitting uh, recently with a, an older gentleman and who was doing a lot of regretting about life. I will tell you – and then I made the suggestion about – you know, it's always important if you listen to somebody, but you want something for them to hold on to, write them a note. I am a huge, huge note writer. I am. I I, I just sent off yesterday seven notes to uh, people and, and uh, the, you know, and, and I do. I get note cards. I buy these things and I just, I, I write to people quite a bit with wrote notes. <clears throat> so this holiday, we're right past Christmas, of course. Um, I have a 30, near 30 year old daughter. And we always, it's just a very small family. And so she and I spend Christmas together 
always, and I, I love that. And this year I decided to do something different. I asked if she would write a memory down of me, a good memory. I may need to make that clear. Um, if she would do that, and you know, and and then I said I would do the same for her. Now, what I did because I go over the top is I wrote out, I typed out um, <laughs> two and a half pages of two different memories for her, because I am over the top. Um, but you know what? She gave me a small note card. Um, probably, I would guess it contains maybe maybe eight or nine sentences. And um, that note card probably is the most important piece of writing she ever gave to me. I've just got to tell you, she wrote something in that card that just um, is what I needed. I needed to read that before I stopped being on this earth. Not that I'm planning on not being on the earth, okay? Um, but she wrote something that was really, really important for me to read. And I am so internally grateful. In fact, I'm like been flying on cloud nine since since reading that note card. I really have. So words, written words, are very powerful. They really are. And, and by the way, I have gone back to that note card several times to read those words. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's different than just hearing them in your ears. It's, of course, important to hear them in your ears. But boy, it is really if you have something tangible. All right. Well, there you go. All right. I'm looking for callers to call in. We've had a good run of callers. We'd like, I'd love to have more because I don't get to do this live radio very often. My radio show, LE 2.0 Radio, on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. <clears throat> is for the most part taped. And so I don't ever get to call and talk to humans. So I love it. So please give me a call at 952-946-6205. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I promised you another happy story, another story about kindness. And this one is a little bit of a scare, scariness kindness as well. So, um, and this came across the feed this morning. I actually woke up um, earlier this morning, I saw this come down through the feed. So this is from NBC News, um, a story written by Sarah Jackson, uh, Dateline Today, December 27th. And it is about, um, I'm sure some of you have heard about it, about the California McDonald's in Lodi, California, where a woman um, who was the subject of a very abusive relationship um, came into the restaurant to use the restroom, went to the counter, um, and uh, um, mouthed, help me, to the staff, to the people behind the counter. And then she wrote down, um, she wrote down the license plate number of the vehicle she was driving, and she asked them to call 911. The woman uh, then went and used the restroom, and before she could go back to the counter to order food, um, her uh, abuser... Um, was nearby. He was in the restaurant with her, and he stopped her and demanded that she use the drive-in instead because, of course, that was the way to control her and to avoid, um, in some way, her asking for help. So they went through the drive-through, and as she was doing uh, the drive-through, she again mouthed, help me. And here's the incredible part, okay? <clears throat> the incredible part is that the, the McDonald's staff paid attention. They didn't laugh at her. They didn't ignore her. They paid attention. And now that takes awareness. That takes also risk-taking because people, this is something unusual. I don't know. Should I pay attention to this? this is, am I going to get into trouble? This is kind of weird. What if I did call 911? What if it's a big joke? All of that stuff. So you had younger people. And I'm looking at a picture right now of, a, of a, what looks like an older teenage boy and a younger woman standing with two Lodi California police officers. The two people standing with the police officers are the McDonald's employees who reached out to dial 911. 911 came, the police officers arrived, and uh, they found that the man had a, a loaded, uh, that he was a convicted felon, that he had a weapon, unlicensed weapon in the trunk of his car, and he was arrested. Now, the other part of this story, and I want to stress this because this actually goes beyond this story, and it goes to <clears throat> the greater world at large, including here in the Twin Cities, is that this McDonald's, as well as the franchises owned by uh, the owner of this McDonald's, had all engaged in National Safe Place Network training. 
So National Safe Place, you see these placards where they're like a little uh, triangle, yellow triangles that say this is a safe place. Uh, uh, this, those, this is a part of a national network where various locations, including firehouses, including <clears throat> uh, nonprofits, including restaurants, are deemed safe places for people who are at risk. Now, um, this is important to me um, in part, well, it's important to me because I'm a human and I want all humans to be safe, but it's important to me particularly because I'm transgender. Yes, that's why the voice sounds like a dude. The name is Ellie. And um, in my community, LGBTQ community, particularly in the transgender community, um, we are at great risk in various locations in various places in this country, certainly in various places in this world. I mean, there are countries I could never go visit or I would be at risk of being murdered. <clears throat> but having safe places where um, people can go, okay, if they are threatened, if they are at risk, very important, very, very important. So if you are working for a place that is certified as a national safe place, um, my hat's off to you. I'm giving you bravos for that, okay, if you're working there. And if you have an organization or a workplace where you work at and maybe you could become a safe space, a safe place, why don't you investigate this? All you have to do is Google the National Safe Place Network, National Safe Place Network. Um, and I'm reading here that other businesses like Starbucks, Walmart, Goodwill, and Wendy's also um, offer safe place uh, support. So there you go. Another great story from the holidays, story about how humans were good and compassionate to each other. All right, I'm looking for another caller for this, for this round here. And so please give me a call at 952-946-6205. Tell me what your New Year's resolutions um, are, whether you think you'll be able to adhere to them. But by the way, you know, it's Free Agency Friday. You can call me and talk to me about anything you'd like to talk about. You can, maybe the stories I'm sharing or anything else. You can absolutely do that. I am absolutely happy to talk with you about anything. Last time I did this, somebody called and wanted to talk about tariffs. Wasn't on the table, but I'm like, nope, we'll give you time to talk about tariffs. So thank you. All right. So, um, <clears throat> and it is the season for kindness, isn't it? Um, and uh, do you think that we can sustain that? I mean, I, I sure hope. I am, you know, I, again, kindness and compassion. Uh, it's really my mission to spread it through the rest of my, for what I've got in terms of time left on this earth, absolutely my intention to spread it. And, um, um, and, and that has, um, I mean, you know, long story and all that kind of stuff, but I was not kidding when I spoke with, uh, Reverend Jack about the need for us to be more compassionate towards ourselves, because that, that is a story, uh, that's an, that's an Ellie Krug story. Let me tell you, it took a long time for me to um, be good to me, to accept me. It took a long time for me to stop beating myself up because I was doing that horribly. And that was, um, and that beating up, I will tell you, was, was headed, had me on the trajectory to be laying, to be on, you know, the last legs, like the 93 year old man that we heard Reverend Jack talking about, who was lamenting about not having done something different in life, et cetera. And I don't know the specifics, but I was certainly on that trajectory. I was certainly on the trajectory to be on my deathbed um, because I was not allowing myself to be good to me. And I was trying to fit myself into some mold, which is not the mold that I was, okay? But I was trying to force a square hole into a round peg and I was on a trajectory to be laying on my deathbed looking back and regretting my entire life. Thank goodness. Um, and this, I didn't do this alone. I had multiple therapists and uh, we could have a big discussion about therapy. Maybe that would be the next time I'm on a live show. <laughs> we'll talk about therapy. But I will tell you this, okay? Um, I, found, I found somebody who was good and who would not leave me alone. Um, she absolutely, um, I call her Sam the Hammer, actually. Um, and I've written a book. I detail all of this in a book. I've got a book called, uh, the title of it is Getting to Ellen, a memoir about love, honesty, and gender change. All you have to do is Google Amazon Ellen Krug, and my book will come up. I'm available Amazon, Kindle, and Nook. But I detail about Sam the Hammer in my book. And um, the 
incredible things that she did to help me get to a place where I loved me and where I was good with me. So there you go. Okay, well, um, we're going we're gonna to have a break here in a second, and uh, we're going to have one more shot at people calling in telling me what your resolutions are. I would love to hear from listeners. I love it. I love listeners because I don't ever get to talk to humans. So uh, the number before we take the break is 952-946-6205. You're listening to me, Ellie Krug. If you like what you hear, visit my website at elliekrug.com. In fact, you can go to my website and you'll see a menu bar for impact reports and you'll be able to see the re- the work that I'm doing. I, re- I did a detailed report for the last two years. Also, if you like me, follow me on Twitter, will you? Um, the handle is at Ellie Krug. I am trying to get my Twitter followership up, I'm trying to break 1,000 followers before uh, December 31st at, you know, 11.59. I am about 100 away from 1,000 followers. I would love to have some of you listeners follow me on Twitter, at Ellie Krug. We'll take a break, and I'll be back for the last leg. Anytime is the right time to update your music collection, so stop in at the Electric Feeders and browse their massive selection. You'll find everything from rock and pop to international and roots, and so much more on CD and vinyl. Not only is Electric Feeders the best stop for music, but they also carry a wide and unique range of gifts. Bath products, clothing, books, stationery, candles, incense, you name it. That's the Electric Fetus at 2000 4th Avenue South in Minneapolis and online at efetus.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our secret animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Hello fellow AM950 listeners, this is Jaja from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef Carrie and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer and cocktail selection along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Taking prescription medication should not be a scary task. The staff at St. Paul Corner Drug makes certain you know everything about your prescription medication before you leave the pharmacy. Knowing what to expect and when and how to take your prescriptions gives you the confidence to safely take your medication and maintain good health. Should additional questions arise, we are here to help sort things out. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be at stpaulcornerdrug.com. We're back on AM 950. I could actually have just listened to that song <laughs> go the whole way. <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, you're listening to me, Ellie Krug, on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Um, you've got me for another eight minutes, and then I'm gone. Um, that'll be it for me for the year of 2019 on AM 950. And frankly, I have no idea when I'll be on the radio again for live. So if you want to talk with me, and I am, I'd say, 
Interesting. Uh, you can give us a call at 952-946-6205. So the prompt here has been about New Year's resolutions, plus it's Free Agency Friday. We'll talk about anything. However, <clears throat> I, um, I want to throw a, a, put a little bug into everyone's ear. Now, I know we've got various ages of listeners here, but frankly, this is actually pretty possible for any, you know, for any adult. And that is, here's my bug in your ear. Consider um, becoming a mentor through Big Sister, Big Brothers, Big Sisters program here in the Twin Cities. I have been a big sister to somebody, well, no more longer formal in the program, but I continue to mentor for somebody for seven years. And we just uh, got past our seventh anniversary. Uh, she started, uh, when we started, she was seven. She's now 14. Um, I'm also here to report she's going on about 25. Uh, so... Um, and it's been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life to be a big sister. <clears throat> New Year's. This is a great time. Absolutely great time for you to resolve that you're going to be uh, less selfish. Sorry, I just need to say it that way. And more selfless and willing to help a young human. I personally believe there is nothing more powerful in this world than having a mentor, than having somebody who is your mentor. They're, they're, they're for, there for you. Um, you get their attention. They're there to support you. And by the way, they tell you that you are worthy and that you matter. And so <clears throat> I've just got to tell you, I just really cannot stress enough the value of Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, please consider this. I know, and you know what? I mean, the, the requirement is, you know, uh, see somebody, see see one, see your little, they're called littles at least, once a month, no more than four times a month. I mean, th there are like all these rules so that you don't need to worry about getting in over your head with it. And boy, the reward that you will get as well as the child will get is immense. Okay, we've got a caller who's called in. I've got Rick from St. Louis Park. Rick, you want to talk about Better Angels. Do I have that right? That uh, program where uh, it encourages and trains people to uh, have conversations, whether they're political or whatever. Um, you know, it's like getting red people and blue people together and talking about politics in a way that uh, is respectful. And actually, people come away from it wanting to get to know each other more because they've listened to each other instead of trying to convince people of, you know, something completely different. So if you just Google Better Angels, it's a national thing and it's also. Uh, was started by a local man named Bill Doherty. Um, and so there's a Minnesota website, too. Uh, Rick, you know what? I'll tell you, I've had Bill Doherty on my show, LE 2.0 Radio. I'm, I've sat and had lunch with Bill Doherty. And did you know, um, Rick, that in the Atlantic for December, there's, a, there's actually a story about that by Andrew Ferguson. <clears throat> the title of the oh. story is, Can This Marriage Be Saved? And it is about better angels. And yeah, about, and I think there was just a, an article in the uh, Star Tribune about it too. Yeah, well, and the the Atlantic piece is about how you know Bill Doherty, who does you know uh, he teaches about uh, marriage therapy uh, techniques, yep. how they're using those techniques in Better Angels. So, have you gone through the Better Angels training? Yeah, we're doing it at my church. I go to the First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. Uh huh. We've already done two trainings. We're looking to do more. And then we're looking to bring together some people from a more conservative congregation together with some of our people and having these uh, conversations. Well, that's just wonderful. I, I love that you're doing that. Um, and, and thank you for doing that. And I'm just going to throw a plug. I've got a training called Gray Area Thinking, which is about how to be more welcoming to people who are different or other compared to us. And I've been doing a lot of that at, at uh, the Unitarian churches. So I'm just going to tell you that because that kind of fits in the better, yep. better angels mode. But thank you for your church to do all that hard work. That's a lot of work. And thank you for leading on this. That's really yeah, you're welcome. Do you want to hear a quick joke for the day? Uh, as long as it's clean, yes. It is. Okay. Uh, what did the mother buffalo say when her son went off to play? I don't know. What? Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dad joke, right? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so uh, how do you know when a joke is a dad joke? I don't know. <laughs> when it becomes apparent. Oh, okay. Well, Rick, on that note, and that one I got. Okay, so year. thanks. Thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all you're doing. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So I, I did, listeners, I did say it's Free Agency Friday, right? 
And so there you go. <laughs> you know, uh, you can call in. You can even call in and tell me jokes as long as they're clean. And we've got these seven, seven words we've got to avoid on, on the air, although Eric is there with his finger on the button, I know. Um, so... Um, at any rate, uh, thank you. And Better Angels, I cannot, oh my goodness, Bill Doherty and, and his colleagues, he didn't build Better Angels alone, and it, and it came in the wake of the 2016 election and how divided our, our, we are. And what Better Angels does do, it does, it teaches us how to have communications, how to sit down and have conversations with people who are of opposite minds when it relates to politics, possibly as it relates to socioeconomic standing and other things like that. So, you know, in our country right now, I mean, we've got issues. And by the way, the, I, I am a huge fan of The Atlantic. I am. I cannot stress enough how much I love this magazine. And The Atlantic's December 2019 issue is, is titled How to Stop a Civil War. And it is filled, um, and I'm really glad you called, Rick, because on my little list of things to talk about if we ran out of time here or if I had time, uh, was to talk about the Atlantic. This whole issue um, is about how we can get past each other. And there's a wonderful, wonderful – I mean there's a story there about uh, Mr. Rogers and how Mr. Rogers – also appeals to our better nature as well. But there is a really, really great piece um, by a woman named Danielle Allen titled The Road from Serfdom, um, How Americans Can Become Citizens Again. And the thesis of this piece as well as the other pieces is that we as Americans have forgotten some of our basic values. That, you know, I talk about transcending values, that the thing that makes America great is that we can actually get past our individual interests and talk about um, a desire and a need that, that we want our country to be different, that we want it to be a melting pot, that we want to bring, bring people in. But we have forgotten those unifying values. We've forgotten those unifying themes. And, and, um, and this is where we're at now. So... All right. Well, listen, I'm running out of time. And so uh, I need to thank um, my producer, Eric Nelson. Eric, always got your finger on the pulse and always giving me nice smiles through the glass. I want to thank you listeners for listening and for calling in. Thank you for supporting AM 950. This is a rock star station. There aren't many of them left. And uh, thank you for supporting it. And thank you for patronizing our sponsors because it's incredibly important. And if you want to patronize me, go to my website at elliekrug.com. You can even email me at lejkrug at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at elliekrug. And there you go. We've got the show in. Take care. Happy New Year's to you. Bye. Bye.